This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, welcome to Redmen TV. It's the uncensored match build up as Liverpool facing Napoli at Murrayfield on Sunday. I am Ross Chanley. I am joined by James Redmond. Hello. Who, for some reason, in 31 degree heat, has decided to wear a jacket. Yeah, Nah, I've got me shorts on. It's just, you know, it's like a superstition thing. Mate, I like to have a jacket on dead while I'm the cut. Nah, it is. But, I don't know, I got injured before we started. Too, no one cares. It? Should we talk about the football? Liverpool, Napoli, James. US tour is over. Liverpool are back into into a cooler climate, hopefully. Um, yeah. I don't think it's that hot in Scotland, does it? Um, well, if you're coming here, it won't be. <laughs> no. Uh, they played 5-1-2, lost 1 Drawn two, whereas Napoli have only played three games, won one, drawn one, and lost one. Um, it's another step up in quality, I think, James, isn't it? Not to disrespect you know, Dortmund or Sporting Lisbon, but obviously we came up against Napoli last season yeah. twice in the Champions League. Exactly. Won one nil, lost one nil. Yeah. We went through. I don't know what happened at the end of that. Cam, what happened at the end? Did we win it in the end? What do you mean? We won it six times, didn't we? Yeah. Um, but seriously, what do you think? You think it's another another step up? Another it's another step up for the youth t- uh, players as well, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. You know, it's a, it's a good chance to see them play against you know some good quality players that Napoli have. You know, I'm not sure what eleven they're going to come out with. Don't get me wrong, but I'm sure we're going to see a few of their top names, and it'll be good to see what our teams like against those type of players. You know, like you say, we've kind of stepped up a quality each time. Like I know, you know, Dortmund and then like Sevilla, then Lisbon, but. In the main, you know, it, this is a really difficult game. You know, the last time we faced them, it was a difficult match at Anfield, and the one before that, they beat us. So, and you know, pre season's completely different to the Champions League, but it will be good to see the youngsters and see how they play against the top. Do you think it'll be the youngsters that will take the part? I said, I said the a mixture. A mixture, okay. Because I kind of I alluded that maybe the last one in the US tour mm-hmm. might be in the last one for the youngsters, but you know, we're still waiting the likes of the you know the front three to come back, Alisson yeah. to come back in. I think Alana's got an injury. There's rumours today on the news that we spoke about. Oxley Chamberlain's got yeah, an injury. Got a little niggle, yeah. Navi Kite is injured as well. You know, this this space. Alana's. I've written on here. Alana's made of crackers because you know. It's not a great. <laughs> it's not a great position to be in. But you're not wrong as well. You know, he does get. He gets injured quite a lot. Let's just say to it. To say the It's bad for the first team, but it's also a good for the for the new players to actually go. There's, there's one more chance for I can go and put oh, yeah. down. 100%. You know, we wouldn't be in this position if we had the full first team, you know, available. Um, I, I don't mean the ones who are out injured. I mean, you know, players who have been on international duty, etc. We wouldn't have this problem. But 
it, it is a good chance. And the thing is about this pre-season, I've kind of, I, I went into pre-season hoping we'd win every game, and then now I've kind of just got to the point where that I'm always like, happens, though, doesn't it? When you yeah, lose, so it's like it's just it's fitness. like do you know what? It's just fitness. But the, the thing is, it's actually a lot more than just fitness. It's actually good to see these young players get a little bit of experience against some top sides, which they, some of them might not get that chance when the actual season starts. So this is a good chance to see who is actually good enough to at least be given a chance to play for Liverpool Football Club. Yeah. And that's why I like these type of games. Um, we always talk about versatility on the show. Now we, we talk about Jürgen Klopp. And I've written on the agenda, it's mad how we might line up. Yeah. Because I was quite baffled last night, and I don't know if you, you've seen the game, but Gini kind of started out wide left. Yeah. Chamberlain was out wide right. I know we're short on numbers in, in those departments. Yeah. But it's again another opportunity for those guys to kind of say, you know, with that stacked in midfield, that central midfield system of, you know, obviously Milner can play in there, but yeah. Anderson, loads of other players that can play in there. To actually go, well, you know, Gini might fancy that out wide left spot against yeah. Man City, maybe. Yeah, you, you don't know, do you? you? That's the that, especially with players like Gini Ronald and James Milner, the versatility in those type of players is amazing because they can go in a different position and still do a terrific job. And that's the difference. You, there's a difference between saying you can play centre mid and left back, and then you play good as centre mid, but play shit left back. Like these are players who do a good job in these positions when when they're told to do it. They do the job that they're told to, and that's the type of players that you need, especially in these type of games. Um, one player I do want to talk about is is Divock Origi. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm fun. Scoring for fucking oh, fun, I mate. Know, and I don't want to fall into that trap of like you do every preseason of like Ryan. It's not Ryan Kent or it's Marco Grujic. They have a blind of a preseason, and then did, when it comes to actual season, they drop off again. But they, he looks he looks sharp. He looks. Good in the, in, in the fastest Can game. I ask you one question about Kent and all that, yeah? Did they score in the Champions League final? They didn't, mate. Can I ask you one more question? Go on. Did they score two goals in a 4-0 win over Barcelona when you were 3-0 down didn't previous? Make, no. Didn't score last-minute winner against Everton either. Didn't score a lot. Did, did you get your three points against Newcastle? No. No. So... Different kettle of fish is that we trying to sell. It's me. a very, very different kettle of fish, my mate. But I, I'm, I'm rooting for Re- him as well. Rian Brewster's that type of player, I think. Where? I think you know he's scoring a few goals in pre-season. We're all like, oh, he's looking really good. And then when the season actually starts, you never know what we're actually going to see from him. Mm. Firstly, you don't know if we're going to see him play. And when he does play, what if he doesn't live up to the, the potential yeah. that we think he will? But I think there's a slight difference with Divock Origi in the sense that he looks confident. You know, over the past eight, yeah. Four, five, six months of what he's doing, and those goals that he's scoring. I joked about it this morning. We watched the highlights back from last night, and he always seems to be in the same position. I know he's getting rebounds and stuff, but that's, yeah. a, that's a poacher's goal that he's scoring. That's what natural that's strikers do. But he wasn't doing that twelve months ago. He wasn't doing that, you know, fifteen months ago. He's, he's developing still, isn't yeah. he? And I think that's something we, we kind of forget as fans of people kind of can improve. And he, he was good yeah. that period in the Europa League years ago, and he dropped off since he got his injury and stuff. Yeah. But you know, do you think he's he, he's raising his game and he's going to be up there again for the the rest of the season? I hope so. I don't see why he can't do that, but I think he needs to maintain this confidence and this ability that he seems to have at the moment, where he just knows he can go and score a goal, and um, just keep up that. That I don't. Know, he's just got to keep being clinical, you know, in front of goal, and because that as long as he gets them numbers up in terms of goals, game time will come, minutes will come, and that's what he wants. He wants to. He wants to play. He wants to play as much football as possible. Do you know what? And I'm sure he's probably thinking, I'm going to do my best to try and get Firmino at this team or I'm going to try my best to get that number nine spot and Firmino sit behind me and uh, and give me goals. That's what I think that's what Origi's he's looking at it like. He's a very confident player. He's yeah. a very confident I, I always refer back to, uh, to your mate Marnie. You know, he's, he's coming back late. He's, it, having, yeah. he's having his holiday. But 
you know, I've joked around and called it the Marnie spot. It's kind of free for taking for like the, at least the first game of the season, or yeah. definitely the City game. Tivok will never yeah. replace Mane. Don't get me wrong, not, not in it. I opinion. wouldn't wouldn't threaten you with that. Nah, and it, it will never happen. And if anyone thinks that that would ever happen, then you're stupid. But I think Arigi wouldn't stand a chance of getting that position. But I don't. I I think when you actually put him in that striker role and you put him around players like Mane, Salah, and Firmino. The goals will come, you know. I I feel like if I played around them three, I could bag a goal or two. You know, Rigi should be having that same confidence, and he is scoring goals, and that's what he needs to keep so doing. So you've just alluded to that Firmino might be that attacking midfielder that I want to cry out for. Why not? Why We're not? But then again, you know. but then again, no. Then you can talk about the point. But then we've got no depth at striker. You know, do you want Brewster? Do you, but do you want Divock Origi and Rian Brewster being your two main strikers going into a season? No. There you go. Yeah. So um, we mentioned Napoli and another, another person, Carlo Ancelotti. We called against him a few times. Um, funny enough, we beat him in the Champions League final. I'm on that, but then he beat us a couple of years <laughs> later. To find out where he went. Um, they got quality players in Cindy Mertens, Milik, Callahan, Zielinski, Koulibaly. Really good players. I love Koulibaly. I think he's a top player. Top top player. You know, I think when is he available to play in this game? Could be. Yeah, because I think he was a. Um, I think he was suspended or something for Senegal when it came to the final. Yeah, friendly. You can do whatever you want in a friendly. Yeah, as we've seen. Yeah, very true. Um, but no, he's a top player. If if I could really, don't get me wrong, I love Matip and I love Gomez and all them. But if I could make one kind of dream signing, this would be the type of player I'd love to bring in. I just feel we'd be, be unstoppable at the back with a player like Virgil Van Dijk and Kula Bali. But there is other good players. You know, Insigne, top player, Mertens, amazing as well. There's just a, there's a lot of quality in this team. And that's something that will be a good thing to see. How can our defenders defend against these top players? And if any youngsters are going to play, you know, like Hoover, etc., how are they going to fare against these players? And it'll be a good thing to see. It might be a shot of redemption for them as well. As you mentioned, you know, that that win put us through the group stage of the Champions League. Yeah. It effectively put them out. So maybe they uh, want to get us back. Maybe it's only pre-season. Yeah, it was a push you for a score prediction, James. What would you tell me? I feel like it's going to be like a... A very stellar 2-2. 2-2? 2-2. Like like oh, Listen, lads, I've just watched us this pre-season, Ross, and I'm just... I'm not into it. We've got... We haven't got some of our big fishes there. Do you know some of our sharks and shit? We, we've got we've got all got of our... we big diff, mate. What more we've got want? big diff. You know, he's bigger than... He, he's a, he, what's the biggest fish in the sea? Because whatever that is... You're going to call him a blue whale, probably. Blue whale. He's a blue whale. But he's as vicious as a shark. What about you? What do you think the score will be? Oh, I don't think he's a shark. Um, I want to go, yeah, 2-1. He's the fuck. I mean, it wouldn't be a pre-season without a goalkeeping howler, would it? And hopefully that's the end of it now. Yeah. Because that was shocking. That was a devastating thing. He's um, a great white shark, Abigi. What do you mean? He's, he's, a, he's a tank, mate. He's a beast. His, his leg weighs more than me and you put together, 100%. Do you know what else weighs more than me and you put together? No. I'm not going to say it. But you should know, and you should know. His other leg. His third leg, mate. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Shut up, cheats. Right, there we go. Um, <laughs> Napoli on Sunday. Myself, Tom, Sai, and Lauren all going down. So we'll have you covered with post match content and some build up content to check out our socials on there. Uh, don't forget, it's uh, what is it? exclusive on, week on TV.com. So we have a backlog of interviews that we've done so far this week over in the States. They're all coming out, and it's all building up to the massive one. Uh, Mr. Chris Pajak sits down with Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp. And it's a belter, isn't it, James? It's fucking glorious. Right, so go and start your free month now, and you get all that plus the uh, Rebbing content for the start of the season. And we will see you soon. Ta-ra. 
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.